Thank you for listening to Scandinavian Crimes Podcast. Be sure to check out the episode links and be part of our other social media platforms where you can leave a topic suggestion or even share some of your insights regarding the subject matter of the episode. We will always do our best to provide a well-researched episode, but sometimes due to limited access to information and translation issues, some information can be lost. It is therefore good to do your own research and get a deeper understanding of a case of your own interest. So with that all said, let us start today's episode. Welcome to Scandinavian Crimes. My name is Devante, and say hello to my lovely co-host, Delilah. Hi. And on this podcast, we will cover famous Scandinavian criminals who made their mark throughout Scandinavian history. So today we're talking about one of the worst cases in Danish criminal history. And this case is called, I'm pretty sure some of you may know, The Tonders case. Now, this case involved children and their parents not only sexually abusing them, but also how their parents allowed others to sexually abuse them and how eventually the laws changed surrounding this case, which kind of changed the precedent for the cases moving forward. And it's kind of sad how it took so much time for a lot of the criminal justice system laws in the area to change to account for children and how even sometimes their parents can be abusive. So this is not really going to be like a full fledged, like, you know, story, 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 because, you know, a lot of this, uh, a lot of the information surrounding this case is very much not necessarily like private per se, but a lot of it was for the, uh, the anatomy of the children involved and as well as, you know, on, it's kind of crazy to say, but the mother as well and the father and all that stuff. So just the people involved, there's just kind of like this veil of, you know, just, I guess, kind of secrecy. So everyone can get their privacy. They did their time. And, you know, I get it. So there's not a lot of information for us to kind of make a juicy story about. However, this is still a very important case that I think we should discuss and just kind of go over and, uh, you know, and just kind of see where this kind of story and conversation goes. So whatever you're doing right now, whether you're on your way to work or on your way to, you know, wherever, or maybe just relaxing, you already know the routine. So go ahead and grab your snacks, grab your tea, grab your hot chocolate. You know, it's that time of year, that pumpkin spice latte, whatever you got. And today we're going to discuss the Tonders case. Like I mentioned, this story is not going to be very traditional. It's not going to be very much a story at all. So I'm going to give you this overview of what this case involved and how kind of crazy it gets. And then, you know, obviously we'll kind of chat about it and kind of answer as many questions during the the discussion. So that way we can kind of not only get a better understanding of the situation, how the laws change, but also just so you're aware that children are important, taking care of our children are important. And also paying attention, once again, like we say in every episode. So let me give you the rundown of what happened in the Tonders case, you know, in a very nice, sweet, condensed uh, set of information. So this story involves a father and a mother. Now, these two parents were involved in the rape and sexual assault of their own children. And it got so bad to the point that even before this case even took place, there was already government uh, agencies involved looking to take away the children from this couple. Now, what we see online as well is that this couple moved away as an attempt 
to avoid the children from being taken away. And as they did that, the incest and the sexual abuse continued. But on top of what happened to that, the father was actually technically pimping out his daughter. Mostly the older one, but the younger one did get, unfortunately, abused as well uh, for basically ha- uh, basically to have sex with 15 other men. And this is what really set this case off because these men were charged and then the mother was also charged. She wasn't charged specifically for the incest itself, but her complicity in the incest involving the father and her having to actually pay compensation to the oldest daughter because she was the one who was sexually abused over the course of several years compared to, you know, the youngest daughter who I'm not doing comparative suffering, but she only had experienced sexual abuse for approximately about a year, at least according to what we've seen online. So after all this, because of this case, this case kind of catapulted and launched other cases, not only prior to it, but also after the fact, making laws specifically in place to kind of take care and reevaluate the protection policies and practices of children. So mostly this episode, we're going to kind of just talk about some of the things that happened. And also we're going to kind of just touch upon a couple other cases where like, okay, this is kind of how the Tondra's case kind of helped, you know, produce better results or at least put it on a path of better results. But just wanted to give you guys a summary. So one thing I want to you know, talk about Delilah specifically is what are your thoughts on uh, do you feel like the mother got off too easy in her case, even though like in the story uh, or the information that was online, they specified she was supposedly schizophrenic and was schizophrenic since the 1980s. So she supposedly already was unfit due to her mental state. But Do you think like she got off easy and just your overall thoughts of the mother in this situation, just to kind of get an idea of how you feel about it? So for you guys to know what time frame and when all of this happened, uh, it's actually very recent. It's between, yeah, the 2004 up till like, I guess everything was sentenced and done for at uh, 2007. Um, I actually feel like... You know, you can be sentenced for complicity, but also um, in this case, if you're if you have a mother who is very mentally ill, uh, I don't think any parent. um, I think every parent should be treated for it because that will also affect the kids because that's not going to be a fit environment for the kids to be in. Um, No matter like who actually um so that's kind of how i feel about it i guess like in this case like schizophrenia i don't have a lot of knowledge about it either but uh if it's like a very severe one then i guess there was like nothing you could do about it and to sentence her with what was it like complicity of one year or like what was it like complicity of the whole act uh, it was complicity regarding the incest specifically, uh, which I found weird. But why um, is it only that and not the 15 men? That's that's where I was going to actually talk about. Is it because about, the like, blame is, is it put on the father for doing that? Because I guess the father would be the one who is going to be the caretaker, the main caretaker uh, of the family. And he just like did not do that at all. 
because the mother yeah, is was... very schizophrenic, I guess, to the point yeah, where think... she can't really do anything. Um, yeah, I think because he was the most mentally uh, stable, if stable, you say that. I think they primarily used him to charge uh, for like the 15 men. And But why didn't he pay any compensation money? What? Why did only the mother do that? I feel like he else. should have. Yeah, that's what that's super weird. I was like, okay, sure, he got 10 years, which is not, you know, the full amount you like could get, but because I guess it's not murder, uh he got a pretty high sentence cuz usually sexually sexual assault of predators or offenders or whatever, they um they don't always get that. And I guess because of the severity of the case, he got a high the high end of it. Uh, but I think that he should honestly be the one paying compensation for the years that he, like, treated his kids, you know, um, and also the, the abuse of the kids. Um, so I think that in his case, it's a little less than I would have preferred. Uh, but the mother, I guess it's like, you know, like, yeah, I guess it's fine. Uh, because of the circumstances, but I also don't like to be say like, yeah, because she, you know she, she's schizophrenic or because she's this or that. Um, like, it's hard to say honestly. It all depends on like how severe it is. I can't really answer the question because like one part okay. of me is like, yeah, um, you shouldn't use your mental like health to excuse something severe as your kids because you're like kids are your responsibility and like I don't know how she was able like she was able to get kids so why is she not able to take care of them she did she know like you know stuff like that I don't know uh I understand the confusion about well not necessarily confusion but just the overall like, weirdness of it dilemma because, I would say I don't yeah, know what's how to answer the question it's like hard for me to do that yeah it's very weird so one thing I want to maybe it will either make it easier or kind of maybe it'll help the audience as well who knows but there's also some extra information that makes it more interesting not only involving the parents but also the system again failing but also some other information about the trials and the ages of some of these men and just some of the things that took place so i want to talk about the system so it's so interesting that all right so after the case they found out okay yeah okay the parents did such and such the parents did whatever they did but then even after the fact, the parents, uh, the parents, you know, they they got their perspective, you know, convictions and dealings of the situation and the the system that, you know, is supposed to take care of the children or at least remove them from the environment. Uh, you know, they were supposed to do their job. So even though the parents had to pay them, uh, well, the mother specifically had to pay the oldest daughter compensation for damages, come to find out as well that the system that was supposed to help her was miscommunicating and they failed to do what they needed to do in order to make sure she got the optimal help that she needed so then she ended up suing and before the actual lawsuit can go through supposedly at least according to online but we i know what this means in terms of you know legality they was like oh we you know they chose to pay you know, voluntarily because, you know, they willingly wanted to avoid the actual lawsuit, which means they just didn't want to hold public responsibility. So they ra- they settled outside of court and an organization where they're supposed to be helping these children 
were accused a government institution by the way run like it's completely ran by the government were completely insufficient of communicating between its own departments to make sure that these children were okay essentially they were like damn near neglected because of this government agency and them not communicating very well and the fact that even though this case like in terms of when all these convictions took place this is like closer this is no actually i'm lying this lawsuit took place on march 2014 that's when this happened this is still recent history (laughs) and that happened where they had to sue the department just so they can get some sort of attention and then they still end up neglecting them and weren't paying attention and i say this every episode when there's children involved or just people in general when the government gets involved the government they need to be better when it comes to helping people because it and they happens, need pressure from like they ha- yeah they need pressure it happens or else all they won't the do time. it yeah all the time you know how many stories from our podcast alone where a lot of these organizations they aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing and unfortunately people fall through the cracks and then sometimes people can die because they're not paying attention the way they should be and that it should never be that way but unfortunately and this is in Scandinavia with the lowest crime rates and everything like imagine how it is in other countries yeah and it's 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 ridiculous when you think about it cuz you know every country wants you to have you know children have a happy family you know population reasons you know political reasons but to see that they don't value the children enough to make sure that they're taken care of it's really a red flag for many many people and i see why people don't feel comfortable in many countries to have children because there isn't support for children and more specifically you know i always say america is you know the worst or one of the worst countries for it but it's just ridiculous now on top of that during the trial they actually managed to reveal the ages of some of these men so i kind of want to so you know delilah didn't really you know read this or get this information so i'm going to read the ages of the men and i want I, w- I want you to tell me what sounds really off about this so there were approximately what 15 men right mm. so here are the ages i'm gonna it's not in like any kind of order but i'm just gonna read them off 58 35 23 37 38 18 65 45 49 35 54 61 74 and 45. I want to throw up. Honestly, what the heck is wrong? Oh my god. Okay, like oh my god, no. I can't. I can't do this. No. No. <laughs> Like, I knew, like, pedophilia was a thing, but, like, that was 15 men probably living their life, some of them being married, having family, and they got collectively 45 years, by the way. So it's not that it was that they all each got, like, they probably had, like, a couple Like You said something, like, I think in the... Um, I think it said something about some of them got like a couple of months and some of them got like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you traumatized this kid, brother. But like you want to... You, you, you traumatized these kids. 
even though the blame is on the father, they still was like, yes, let's do, let's do this, you know? I don't know. I, I'm just... I think still there's a lot of predators or like sexual assaulters who just still, as as I also said before, they get a lesser sentence because um, the father was the one who got the higher end of it. But then there was a lot of, I guess, proof and um, yeah, he also confessed to most of it. So, yeah. What's interesting about this as well is that if you look at some of this information, obviously, this is just solely based on this information. So I know some people are going to try and tie it to like race or ethnicity. Um, well, all these men came from different backgrounds. But what's interesting is that a chunk of these men, I would say about maybe four or five, are like one of them is Sri Lankan, right? There's another one who's from Afghanistan. Uh, like I said, I don't know their names. Uh, actually, there's two from Afghanistan, one from Turkey. Uh, there's another one who was from, uh, this one doesn't really tell, but there's about three or four who are like, by definition, Middle Eastern, so to speak. And even the Turkish, even the, uh, what's it? Another one is Mohammed's from, he's from Afghanistan. Wait, so, yeah. why do you have the name of that person? Because you have the name of one. What, what yeah, he's the only one that has uh that says a name at least. Twenty three year old said Muhammad. Yeah, that he's the only one who had a name. Oh wait, no, all of them have a name. Okay. Do you so all the them, names? all them, so all the men who were charged, their names are public. Because I think you have to. Ins- I think like you have to pub public uh pedophiles. But I don't think other oh, countries wait, can I- see. Because the thing is, I don't think other I I if I live like I live in Sweden, I can't see other countries pre- predators. But I think that within the country, they can do that. Because the- oh wait, no, this one. So okay, I figured it out. So on this list, all, some of the men do have their names here. Like I said, uh, thirty four, uh, thirty five year old Abdul Jalil Adi from uh, I don't know how to pronounce that, but basically an Afghani citizen. But then there's another person, just a 58-year-old man from Flansburg who was Turkish, but they don't mention his name. So it's a little so weird. So there's certain people who Whose are names announced. names are public. But I then, guess yeah. it might be the ones that got the higher end of the sentence compared to the other ones mm. who got like a lower one, maybe. Because uh, he, he, the one who has a name, the he, he only had uh, two years. So only two, yeah. He so that's what I'm saying. It's is that I think the max no or the lowest? I think that's like somewhere in between, but okay, I think like, uh, I don't think there's really a pattern to it. I just it's probably something that we don't know. Sometimes, even two years is like a lot. Some people just get like a couple of months if that's even it, you know. Because usually, like on, the excuse is like, um, what was it? The excuse is like, oh, yeah, uh, we don't have any proof of it, so. Yeah, I think on in this case it seems like on average they there was only one person who got a couple months, but the rest of them looked if, like they if it was forty five years and collectively divided yeah, collectively. in fifteen, I guess. So I think that on average they got like about two years and some change each mm. max. But some have more than others, but basically 
I'm just saying on average. It's like plus yeah, minus some of them have ish names. too. So some of them have names and but what I like how we got to this part. But ultimately, the point I was making was <laughs> was that what's so odd about this is so there's like three or four men, actually five, who work one of them is a pizzeria owner. There's another one who's a pizzeria owner. The other three are pizza work at a pizzeria, but they're all different pizzerias. Then there were the older men, obviously, who were retirees. Basically, these people who just already I'm done with working done. And a lot of these men were over the age. And like I said, there was only like two that were like young that was like 18 and 23 the rest of these men were over 33 so they were you know basically working in the area one of them had a disability i believe and was no longer working as well so he was still able to do this so it's just very interesting how like a lot of this stuff that it seems like about these men are just like men who have nothing else going for them in their lives like it just you know it's just like they like it's just so weird specifically for children like they just had so much time on their hands and i can't say if that's a part of the problem or not but i just wanted to bring up that observation about these uh 15 men who got charged they should have gotten more than two years in my opinion chances i mean chances are that wouldn't happen but I don't want I know, this case. But still, that's how I feel about it. That's my opinion. Uh, I get you. I feel you on that one. But I don't want this section to be too long uh, in general, but more or less, stories, everything is pretty short. Now, moral of everything I'm saying, the reason why we brought it up, the reason why we wanted to talk about this is because stuff like this still happens today. It's still very prevalent, it's still very active. Uh, I always use my country as an example. There's still girls, there's still children who go missing every single day. And this case in this scenario was something that brought light to not only how this case can easily, you know, uh, bring light to the fact that parents can be abusers. Abusers, unfortunately, are typically people the closest to us for both children and adults, but also how the system, no matter how, you know, much better quote-unquote we can get uh sometimes can still fail so please be mindful please pay attention uh please let's just be better people because we should not still be dealing with this we're supposed to be in an age of you know technology and advancement innovation you know but we're still it seems like we're still having a hard time uh kind of being decent to each other and I know for a fact a lot of the effects of this case are still happening today. And uh, I want to make sure that we understand this. We're on the same page because there's going to be a lot more cases in general moving forward regarding children, not just, you know, like immediate episodes, but just overall. There's a lot of episodes that are going to involve children in some way, shape or form, which is sad and sickening. So we just need to be better and we need to make sure that we you know, just learn from our mistakes. So anything you want to see the light before we wrap up the episode, you know, just a little short something. As y'all already know, I, I just, it just hurts me to see, you know, children, you know, being hurt and abused 
Uh, so this case really, even though we did a little mini case like this, just to for it was like a free form, and I think it's a nice way to just you know get through with it because um, it's uh, because of the kids involved. We don't really see a lot of you know details about the case, obviously, and also what Devante said before. So I think it's a good way to just for you guys to get the information and. Um, you know, we want you guys to know that this is an issue. And even, you know, this case changed the laws for children and children's rights in Denmark. So um, that's why we think it's important to get it out there. Yeah. So, uh, all you lovely people out there, we love you. Uh, let's end it once again, uh, per usual, on a good note. Uh, some delicious food. And uh, how are you feeling? I'm like I'm hurt like I don't (laughs) this case hurt me uh oh wow I don't I actually don't know you can start with this one I am going to go for mm, some nice uh stir-fried rice you know Thai pineapple stir-fried rice Mm, delicious I think I want like something sweet to boost my energy and happiness and everything (laughs) Uh, chocolate maybe with some berries Mm. Mm. like a chocolate (laughs) fountain you know just dip the fruit in the chocolate yeah Mm. just you know like a little vibe for myself just leave it in the freezer, let it get hard around the outside so you can get a little mm-hmm, crunch mm-hmm. on it. Just like, like a little crunch, yeah, with strawberries or other berries, mm. yeah. There you go. See, that's it. Mm. But love you guys and uh, be safe, be better to each other. I will always reiterate that. And uh, we shall see you. Well, what episode is this? Are we gonna see you next week? Next week, uh. Well, I guess next week, unless something changes or because, you know, it's hard to predict the future. But, you know, holidays and all that stuff. But probably, likely, we will see you next it's week. It's not so. holidays, by the way. No, not Halloween, holiday. No, I said Halloween. Hol- I said holidays, but you said Halloween. But I said holidays. It's not holidays No, right I said now. holiday. It's not a holiday for them in the future. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I look, I don't know. I'm running on US time here. We're running to the holiday season, I'm so, so I'm confused. So, <laughs> love you guys. Be careful. More than likely, we will be here next week. So, peace Bye. out. Bye. Bye.